Fireflies, welcome back to the Sky Syndrome podcast. I'm your host, Ben Gilman. I hope you're well. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about TV, movies, whatever we want to talk. And I'm sure we will offend somebody at some point during this recording. Here's one already. I'm joined by Trey Salmon, a man who always thinks that Bray Wyatt's Let Me In is a chat-up line. It's Mr. Rapey himself, Troy Salmon. This flipping guy did that. <laughs> Hey, it's a great chat-up line. It's oh, not, my God, let that. me in. No, I'm, I'm going to use that one day. I'm going to use that. R.I.P. Bray Wyatt. Yes. Rest in peace to the man with the rotunda, Bray Wyatt, man. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, I've already got it written down. It's going to be fun, Troy. It's going to be fun. Tara Chloe was on a beach and tried to join in, but there's no way we could have heard her over the wind. No, that woman no. is excitable. Uh, it's just a shame. If she had the headphones... We could have done an episode where she's on the beach and you and me get distracted in five minutes by women walking past her. And that would have been yeah moment. Would have been great. Wouldn't have been a great time, you know, saying to see them walk on the beach like, hey, that would have been a great time. Would have been a great time. How are you trying your Billy Kidman wife beater oh. show? <laughs> it's it's kind of warm over here in my room. So I'm like, I got my little white vest on, you know what I'm saying? Anyone who knows what I'm talking about in the, in the deep south. I see. <laughs> I see you're getting ready for like any uh, shitty Gatwa action or David Tennant. Hiya, look at my tits! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I came out of a Scottish accent. Maybe it's I David came out of nowhere. I was so random. But I loved it. That was funny. But yeah, man, the shoot Gatwa, man. Ooh-wee. Let's just say one thing. Like, Billy Kidman. Now, why did Tony Wilson ever want to fuck him? <laughs> Actually, Stacey Kibler... Tori Wilson, Trish Stratus, Lita, were they really? Uh, let's be honest. Uh, Beth Phoenix, let's be honest. Right, Kelly Kelly, they all look a bit skanky. Blonde women, bit, they're not that hot. Let's just be honest. Blonde women, they're just trash. Like, in terms of looks, just fake tits. Especially American blondes, like, Jesus Christ. Tori Wilson is all just, I'd rather knock one out to Margaret Thatcher than knock one out. Oh. Like, she's not hot. She's oh. not. Yeah, I've already gone there, mate. <laughs> He's done it already, guys. Oh, man. I mean, Trish Stratus is not hot. If you look at Trish Stratus, no. This is plastic. It's like trying to fuck a Barbie, bro. It's not yeah, cool. It's just, the plastic is not it. I'm not, and the thing is, really, me, blonde, blonde, I've, not, I've never been a fan of blonde anyway. Yeah, sex like, around outside. She'd just melt. Just melt on you. It's like a fried egg. Your dick will be like a fried egg. Just... He said it'll melt. I am. I'm sorry. I just find this whole American blonde woman thing. I'm hot. You're not. It's true. It's not. It's never not found it sexy. Yeah, it's not a thing. No. Yeah. I, I, it's just something. I just find. I mean, Cameron Diaz, fine. If there was a blog, I'd say, yeah, Cameron Diaz in the mask. My gosh, man. Oh my god. Please. She's all right. She's like five out of ten. She's fine. Yeah. Cameron was good. Five out of ten. Jennifer Lawrence was much hotter when she was dark with a brunette, let's be honest. And now she's just yeah. she's five out of ten. Captain Marvel, five out of ten. Yeah. Blonde women, just not sexy. Sorry. Like it's I don't know. It's just this is gonna be a statement that it's gonna be episode 163. Blonde women. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, no, just I feel like a lot of people kind of look back at wrestling. I don't want to start off with wrestling, but a lot of like the 2000s, a lot of blonde people. Everyone thought a blonde like Terry Reynolds was hot. Terry Reynolds was never hot, bro. That she looked like a fucking no. she looked like a six year old drug addict. 
You know what? She came with a hardy. She looked like she was legitly taking him to school. The soccer <laughs> She actually did look like a parent. She was like literally a mom. Like, I ribs? Not skinny ribs? Not sexy. Like anorexic looking donkey? Not sexy. <laughs> Just trying, no, I'm sorry, bruv. I'm calling it out now. Stacey, hey, you can do what you got to do, Ben. Let's, let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> Stacey Kubler, that was a hot girl. Yeah, she because she didn't have all the plastic shit. She was just natural. Yeah, she, yeah. I approve. Yes, I approve. You remember the time she called testicles? That was, that was a moment. The anyway. Testicles. I forgot about that. The testicles. Testicles. Oh, my yeah. God. And that's hey, if, anybody, if anyone entered the ring like Stacey Kubler, bro, no one can enter the ring like Stacey Kubler. That's what yeah. I'm going to say. You know, know, mostly saying. men. Great time. No dude's yeah. going to be like, yeah, testicles. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, no one's really trying that. No one. No one, bro. So, how have uh, you been? Oh, man, we're all right, man. Just riding away. Just been looking forward to this podcast, man, because I didn't go to the last one. So, I said, hey, I don't to see what Ben and the crew's doing. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, we're here. We're here now, man. We're here. People actually thought we had beef or something because you haven't been around for a while. Like, you know, we don't have beef. No, definitely not. Heck no. No, you're good. You just, you just, for some reason, have to work on the weekend like a weird dude. I can't even access my list. My computer's <laughs> having a malfunction. Right, I'm gonna have to go off the top of my head and hey, rewrite man. it for the next recording because my my laptop's decided it doesn't like me today. Hey, man, we'll go off the dome. Off the oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Right, uh, if I keep trying, okay. Back, back. I'm just gonna go in. So, uh, obviously. Helen would be great for this, but she's not here, is she? So, Helen's at a festival. Mm, okay, so I'll Ted Lasso, okay. season one. I've, I've done it. Mm. Apple TV for three months trial, and I'm going to go eventually for across the whole of Apple TV and just eat it. Dude. It's still not as good as Netflix, but the TV content can match Netflix blow for blow. Not blow for blow, but it's... Fine. I wouldn't pay for Apple TV. It's solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just TV shit. It's not even like Netflix. But at least mm. they get the right amount where they're not killing each other. As Apple, where Netflix, they're just like moaning about like the million shows a year that they produce, and then they wonder why they have to cancel everything. <laughs> exactly. Like, like watching Wimbledon, your head's going back and forth. You don't know which one to start. So Ted Lasso, <laughs> the American take on English soccer. Football. Oh. Things yeah, I've yeah. noticed. Yeah. Trying to say that that is not Soho's Park is bullshit. Okay. <laughs> right, Richmond. Mm. Right, let me get let me get you something straight. If you're going to try and tell me that that the shithole that is Norwood looks like Richmond, <laughs> you've got another thing coming. Man. <laughs> Okay, because that's clearly Sirhurst Park. I used to live just down the road, like a couple of months or six months, not long. I remember, yes, yes, because trust me, he knows. Trust me, Ben knows. Trust me. Palace, right? The shit all known. Like, the geography is awful. Like, and the fact that they let, like, all the teams, right? Palace, they lose. Palace try and help them get out of relegation. It's funny because they're nodding to Palace a lot because it's literally the ground is Palace. Yeah. Obviously, I think the rest of it's a set. I don't think they've actually filmed in Soho. Yeah, some of it, yeah, some of it's a set. I think some of it's a set. Most of it, I think it's all a set. The dressing room, everything. Hey, I used to go to school in Soho Park, so I know, so I know is that area. When, when I saw around there, I was like, "What the hell?" 
No, but is the inside the dressing room a set? Uh, inside dressing room, yes, it's set. Okay, thought so. But uh, don't try and kill an English. Don't try and clear the Londoner who's been to South <laughs> Park. Right. Don't try and claim that's in Richmond. I was I laughed my ass off when I found out that they tried to make Norwood into Richmond. Please. Please. Palace is a ghetto, right? Richmond is much nicer. So Yeah, that's for sure. Anyone knows we London knows that. Like Selhurst so Park is where you keep your eyes on a spindle, bruv. It's like in the poor part of Norwood. It's not even a nice part of Norwood. There's nice parts of Norwood. Yeah. But the, the, the Norwood Junction is not a nice place. Trust me. I, nope. No, I went to secondary school there. Yeah, that is not a nice place. <laughs> but I invited some friends to come and see my flat when we first moved. Troy was not on that list because he didn't come. That's because you were in Sheffield at the time. But I don't think you would come <laughs> anyway. But like, nope. Hey, if I, I went one time and I was like, I'm like, nope, I ain't coming back again. No, <laughs> I know, I know the area. I put it <laughs> sketchy as fuck. It's <laughs> sketchy down there. Especially if you walk that place at night. Our friend Anyone sketchy as fuck. <laughs> exactly. So you know, exactly. Anyone who works that place at night, you know how sketchy that place looks, bro. <laughs> Especially at night. Especially at night. That's sketchy as hell, bro. I'm a man that doesn't oh, mind man. working late in previous jobs. And yeah. when we're down COVID, they tried to tell me. I was like, ah, uh-uh, I am not working till 10 o'clock and going home in the dark, bro. I'm finishing up five and going home at a good time. No. Never went mm-hmm. out drinking with anybody after work. Went straight home when I lived in Norwood. No way. The one yep. of the best areas of London ever. No. Don't Norwood Junction. Sketch you, everyone. 60% of people living out of drug dealers, bro. Like, you keep walking, you don't even look at people in Norwood. <laughs> yeah, you get it. Just be careful down there. Oh, the day, the day that somebody came to visit me in Norwood, yeah. um, somebody got murdered in a chicken shop underneath us. Great. I remember that. Great well. impressions. Stuff happens there, bro. Stuff just happens. It's crazy. You get jumped in a chicken queue just because you jumped the queue. Like, come on. Anyway, so Ted Lasso, can I just say, I love one thing I love about Americans is like the more light is the humor. Sometimes English TV can be quite gritty and we forget to have fun. And the the American cheesiness of Ted Lasso is quite funny in a nice contrast. They did really well with like the British way of talking. Wanker, they're like they're confused at what a wanker. Yeah, so words, yeah. Like, What's that? <laughs> Asking questions. By the way, Roy Kent is Roy King, a London Roy King. He is. Bro, yes, Roy King. yes. <laughs> so he's Roy King, bro. I was like, I was like, did they actually do a character like that when they first saw it? I was like, wow, that was amazing. He doesn't have to do much acting. He's great, yeah. and I, I love, I love all the characters. They, they soften. There's none of this hmm. archer type. Jamie, I will be interested to see with Jamie, yeah, dickhead. Jamie, I wish I was Ronaldo, twat face, McGee. Oh, yeah. Um, if they try to soften him again in season two, if he comes back, I don't know. Jamie, tough, Jamie, yeah, yeah, Jamie tough. I, 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 I like they tried to, they tried to soften him up a bit, and that will be interesting to see. Um, again, it's not about the football, you should listen to the offensive on Spotify, by the way, Troy. It's the mm. same thing. It's not about the football results. It's about off-the-pitch stuff. You should go listen to it from episode one. It's like five years of Ashwood City. Who's like, It's like FC Richmond in this one. I don't know which team they take out of the Premier League each season, but yeah. they are in Kent. They're called Ashwood, Ashwood City. Ashwood City. <laughs> Ashwood City. Ashwood City. Oh, my God. I don't know. It's brilliant. <laughs> they got into Europa League in COVID, and it's just really funny. It's COVID. Yeah, go listen to it. It's, it's the same type of thing, but um, 
Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And I think America, the Americans have obviously had a really good look at how British clubs have run. They've had a laugh. And Americans understanding British... People keep thinking Americans and British are similar. We're not. No. But a lot of Americans don't understand British culture and we don't understand a lot of American culture. And I don't think that's... A, I don't. That's not me coming at America. This is a good show that is written very well. Like, they've done a great job. And bringing some lovely American heart to it. So that yes, characters yes. aren't just also archetypes. Right, I right. love it. And I love the cheesy American music that goes in the background, like where British people come to terms with their feelings and have to smile. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're like, oh man, you got you got something up, man. Just, I have just, noticed just, something. No, man. I have noticed something. Whenever the words divorce yeah. happen now, I get quite sad because I took I look at my wife and she sees me go to take cry like like you know. I would hate to go through that. Yeah. Divorce has done, I'm going to say it now. Divorce has, sorry for burping into my, divorce has changed me a little bit in terms of, no, not marriage. What am I saying? Marriage. marriage. I'm not divorced. Uh, marriage, since I've been married, I think I'm very, when I see a divorce happen, it does hit me quite hard because it's something I would never want to face myself. Mm. Like, how do you cope after you've been in a loving relationship? Like, that, that stuff has really hit me now quite hard, whereas before it didn't used to hit me so hard. Yeah. I did react to it, but like now I'm really like fucking saddened, like like I've lost a family member or some shit when I see a divorce. It's like, <gasps> yeah, it's it's different, isn't it? Yeah, because you're married. Yes, yeah. yeah, I feel really bad. Like I feel like, dude, and my wife will tell you, I cry nearly every time. Now. It hits me on a different level. She laughs it off. I don't know what that's. Like. <laughs> she like, laughs me, it off. Devastated. I'd be devastated if that was that. You know, I'm beginning to. I'm just. I'm looking at the camera. I'm looking at that match of the day two guy. You know the one that does match of the day two. I'm looking at that. Yeah, he's not less slappable than Gary Lineker. Oh, by the way, can we talk about match of the day very quickly? Mark, Richards, you were never good. You were some. You were part timer. He goes oh, on, hey, 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 Ben, uh, you, hey, I'm with you. I'm with you, man. Ben, he I'm goes on you. like he's Roy, Rio Ferdinand or Tony Adams, like a proper defender. Let me no. tell you something. Leslie King, it, you can feel Leslie King's jockstrap, brother, and he never won court spares except for a league cup. Check your face. Exactly. exactly. He acts like he was like the most important player in the world. I was thinking as well. I was like, Alan Shearer, Ian Wright, Wiseman, well, I'm more likely to listen to Dio Dublin, yeah. a player that actually impacted a team. Yeah. Or Jermaine Defoe or Jermaine Genus, players are actually I can tell you what they did. Raquel Richards, I never heard of his name until he became a match of the day pundit. I yeah, never I heard him anytime City won the title, never heard of him. Never heard of him play. Like this guy seems to have like time traveled in and rewrote the history books and everyone... Bro, bro, he this guy's a time lord, bro. I kid you yes. not, this, guy, this guy's rewriting history. I, I kid you, I kid you not, <laughs> literally, uh, literally, uh, literally uh, um, I, I went upstairs. Um, my granddad literally looked looked at the TV and goes, "Wait, wait um, this this guy is he, was he a good player or anything? I don't recognize him." And I, and I was like, "This, no, <laughs> it's somehow he's got there. I don't know. He's got he's got. He's there. a lovely wow. personality. I don't know. He's a, he's a lovely nice guy. Personality. He's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. But, he's got good insight. He's yeah. a good pundit. But when you hear his comments about, oh, I was a fantastic player. I, I was a good... no, you weren't, bro. Like I, you weren't, you weren't playing for the England team. I never heard of you until you." 
You're great. And I love his cheery demeanor. And he's a fantastic. He's great on the mic. He's great on the mic. Stop yeah. being your great pundit, bro. Stay where you are, but just get your ego out your ass and pretend that you're on the level of Alan Shaw or Ian Wright sitting next to you, bro. Shut your face. Yeah, he's nowhere near that guy. Fucking idiot. Like, anyway. Jermaine yeah. Genius has got more hold than you. Jermaine exactly. Genius, in an average Tottenham team, yeah. like him and Aaron Lennon, I remember him and Robbie Keane, where Spurs were coming trying to fight for European football. They were putting in work. They yeah, were putting great goals. I can remember Aaron Lennon and Jermaine Genius running down the wings. With a better yeah. team, Spurs could have won the league if we had invested more better players. Yeah, yeah. Robbie Keane, Jermaine Defoe playing with those guys. That, that is a classic. That's a classic Spurs team. That's a classic Spurs attack team. I've not been yeah. rude, bro, right? I, Eric Dyer is a better player than you. I can tell you what Eric Dyer has done compared to what the fuck you've done. <laughs> I don't know where this guy came from. I legit, I legit thought I was seeing things. I was like, wait, have, have, have I seen this guy before? Have I, have I forgetting something? I'm like, how good was this guy? I don't know. I don't remember what this guy did. I thought I, thought I was going crazy. Like, you're not going crazy. There's nothing there, bro. Like, <laughs> he's acting like the big man. Like... Like, you should see him on match of the day top 10. I've read the book, like, yeah, and he's yeah. giving about. I read from the library the top 10 match of the day things. Yeah. I'm going to go massively off topic. This might be a long episode. <laughs> yeah, this might be a long one, yeah. But I haven't seen you in forever. Uh, go so on, go basically, on. I just kind of feel the women aren't here. We can get away with yeah, it. Yeah, we can do whatever um, we want, man. So <laughs> I'm not being sexist. Yeah. The, the, literally, Helen and Tiger can give two fucks about football. Nah, um, so basically, I just kind of feel. Like this guy, you read the book, the top ten things. And Marco Richard just thinks he's like God's gift. Like, oh, when I was a man, when I was a player, the manager never played me, and we lost. It's just because the team were toffee that day. Please, anyway, let's get back on it. <laughs> yeah, let's go back. Yeah, and I love, yeah, I love how Ted Lasso infects the team bit by bit. Yeah, um, he did, man. He's a, he's a good, like, he's an American. Esque like mega football mentality to the, the, the to the obviously the English game. So they had the I love um the guy with the cap who's just so they do so little with him, but he just is just funny. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's, they, he's, they know they know he's the comedy character and they use him sparingly because they know yeah. less is more. No, it's true, it's true. Less is more with him because you know he's just gonna you don't over you don't oversaturate. You know what I'm saying? With the kind of like the humor that he has, you know, the kind of like deadpan slapstick humor that he has. So you don't want to be doing all that too much. He's using it sparingly throughout each episode. So I like, exactly. I like it. Exactly. Yeah. And the fact that, that he plays chess, that's quite funny. Um, <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to move on quickly because I've got yeah. like four other things. Oh, yeah. It yeah, was Netflix, was Pending Train. You might have seen this on Netflix. Oh, yeah. It's about a train that goes from Japan into something. Into like some thing. At the time, you don't know what it is. I watched three episodes. I gave up halfway through. I gave up on the third episode. <laughs> you gave up. It's just forty main characters. Who the hell thought forty main characters to give up with was a good idea? And then save budget. We're just stay on the train line. We just stay on this train. Four episodes in, like still on the train. You know, they have a, it's like an RPG. They've gone home. They've gone out to go see the location as a spring. And they've got loads of characters with the backgrounds and shit. And I'm just like, oh my <laughs> god! It. Oh I didn't even god. stick around for it. And you got police officers in the present day trying to find out what happened. I'm like, who oh cares? Gosh, it's something like that. Forty oh, main oh. characters, and they stay on the train arguing and bickering about water. It's just horrific. Forty, yeah, forty characters. Forty. 
you see it on the title screen, they're all against the screen. I'm like, oh, that cannot be the whole cast. No. And it is. And it's awful. <laughs> that train should go and stay pending and never leave the train. It's like an Elizabeth line train. Oh, my God. That's so never cool. working. God, comes off hilarious. the boat. Helen's not here. She won't listen to this bit. So I'm going for it. Elizabeth line. It's like an Elizabeth line. Never working, bro. No. <laughs> I'm telling you, this week I have stayed at Whitechapel for like half an hour every day. Yeah. And then I got reversed. They they shut down the trains for I was stuck there for an hour and a half on Monday. Yeah. Go back to Stratford and then the central line got shut down as well. I'm just sitting here like these third world country trains, man. I swear to God, Elizabeth Line, you're the new one. How can you be utter shit every day? That's crazy. That's to be crazy, but I don't know. It makes me want to move actually somewhere that doesn't have a Elizabeth Line train anywhere near. Like it's, it will put you off going anywhere for the whole weekend. It's like I can't be bothered. Jeez, that's crazy. insane. That is nuts, man. Oh, and yeah, and whenever I go out with my wife for the weekend or anything, it works perfectly. It's like, I'm crazy, so she doesn't believe me. Anyway, ending <laughs> train is shit. God, the next episode is going to be so crap because we're using all of our jokes in the first episode. Oh, um, man. Yeah, we've been opening this episode right now. But yeah, I watched right. The Bodyguard. Oh, okay. The Bodyguard. Uh, I'm not talking about the Whitney Houston, Kevin Costner. Nope, not that one. Not talking about the BBC <laughs> drama, The Bodyguard. Yeah. The Bodyguard, man. Okay. okay. Oh. Oh. There is a. I need to say. I, 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 I still see that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I you need to watch it because the first episode out. is on a train between the tech bomber yeah. and the guy. It is, but yeah. is as Alex Ferguson once said, "Squeaky bum time," just like brilliant. And then you've got officers coming in. He's like, "Yo, yo, yo! I'm talking, to, I'm talking, I'm talking!" Like uh, it's like tense. His kids are on the train, and then episode two, you're trying. They're trying to stop a, a bus, a, like a truck, yeah. trying to blow up a school. Like and they're trying to stop it. It's like the kids. It is just. I got to put it on my list, man. I got to I'm not going to tell. And the episode, last episode is a. All I'm going to say is park, person in a bomb vest for like 45 minutes of this 60 minute finale. Tense as your buttocks. Oh my god, I'm going to write that. But all my favorite actors. And they humorize people. There's no. <clears throat> it's really good. Yeah. And I love. I, I, Richard Madden, who I, is he fucking Richard Madden's a legend, bro. He's a legend now, he, bro. He's, he's Richard Molden's no longer with Jenna Coleman anymore, is he? I don't know. She dumped him for somebody else, didn't she? I couldn't soak that man. That man failed in life. Uh, Jenna Coleman's a fine piece of that fine woman. Um, that man <laughs> failed in life. Feel sorry for you if that's true, Richard Madden. Um, Kitty Hawes is in it. As the something home home something office person wanky title, um, but like, but it's just really good. It will kill a character off. Nobody's safe. Um, I I thoroughly enjoyed it, and uh, like everybody raved about it when it came out, calling some of the opening episodes some of the best television in years. The and I've seen a lot of drama. I've always said police drama, murder stuff. I've seen it. In America and England, we love regurgitating police dramas and stuff, and it's boring after all. Something about this, I don't know what it was. It just 
it was fantastic and i was enthralled i took my time with it like it's good i've heard about wolf that's on my list to do list oh wolf yes i said that as well that's that's not high on my list as well helen was like i'm sure because you edit this podcast yeah helen was on about it and i thought oh that's why i watched the bodyguard because it was like similar levels of oh my god it's amazing i'm gonna cry <laughs> like, you know like yeah, yeah. hell your family about it yeah so that's it the bodyguard um that's a really good one um oh from dust till dawn oh, from dust till dawn yes yeah. i found you brother like the vampire one which is george clooney is just amazing um obviously it's about vampires in mexico like i don't want to spoil too much everyone knows this movie i've only got it to it finally classic oh by the way um the other week you weren't here i tom cruise jokes i had to explain to helen why we were going tom cruise is interviewed for a vampire oh no oh no and he tried to you know tom cruise sexual behavior with a child biting biting a young child to be a vampire Tom Cruise, you're a creepy bastard in every film. <laughs> Helen didn't understand that we spent the last, the week before discussing about oh. how creepy Tom Cruise is in romantic movies. Ah, so, yeah. uh, okay. She's like, okay. <laughs> anyway, right. But after Kirsten Dunst's child character like a peanut. Anyway, so from <laughs> dawn to dusk. See, this is where we don't when we don't have the same people here each month. Oh, each week, I have different people to talk to, oh, and the yeah. jokes don't land. I'm sure you heard oh. the joke before when you were editing it, but I thought, it's yeah, funny. I know, I know. I, just, I just said, I was like, I was like oh, okay, that's not gonna hit into hard. You want to hear what I was listening to, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, yeah, obviously, you yeah. heard the joke, but yeah, yeah so yeah. Dawn, Dawn to Dusk, it's just crazy, and it's got somebody with a, a gun cock, like like a little cod piece, and a gun comes out. It's got Once a... I first saw that scene, I was dying, I was crowding the floor, right. laughing. Oh, this film don't give her monkeys. <laughs> a whole scene just sitting on the chair. Oh my god! And it just goes mental. The last half an hour is just vampires getting boned everywhere. It's just like nuts. Chaos. We love it. Chaos. My girl, between Salma Hayek, goes to queen herself. The queen herself. My girl, Salma Hayek. The booty queen. The booty the queen. <laughs> The Moody Queen is her. So no, I I thought it was good. It is a classic, and it's got yeah. the Quentin Tarantino like of just mental shit that he's quite good for. Very good director, Quentin Tarantino. Even for I think Kill Bill Two is a bit wanky. Number one is like first. Yeah. Film. Yeah, part kind of. Yeah. You should have made a three-hour film and just take the best bits of two and put it on at the end of one, and it would have been the best film ever made. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, oh, man, that one was so damn good. My gosh, man, one was so damn good. Freaks. But it's got that problematic thing of a Chinese American playing a Japanese person with Lucy Liu, which we wouldn't allow to happen today. It's, oh, it's like a fine ship, <laughs> but basically. <laughs> I yeah. really, I, I've really enjoyed. I'm watching Quentin Tarantino films because I've not really seen many, and I'm, I'm yeah. There's a lot that you have to watch. Yeah, there's tons, there's tons of them. They're okay. They're pretty good. They're, they're kind of mental as well. Pulp Fiction will be up next. Oh, Pulp Fiction. Oh, uh, Crazy Pulp Stupid Fiction. Love, which is the guy from The Office. Have you seen this one before? Um, uh, what's it called again? Crazy Stupid Love. 
No, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. No, no. It's the guy from the office, the American office, the best office, not the shit one, the UK one, with that punchable prick. Um, no, I don't. Oh, jeez, not him. That dickhead. You know the dickhead I'm talking about. Yeah, but I know you don't. Yeah, I know you mean. That idiot. Where's your chavez? That prick. Yeah. Um, so basically, we're not going to name him. Um, I can't even remember his name. He's so insignificant. Um, so basically, he's. I'm going to say, but he's not you like that. Nah, nah, he falls in love, so he his wife divorces him. Yeah. And so, how do you describe this? I don't want to spoil it. So Emma, like, oh, what's his name? So Brian. Oh bollocks! He meets a guy. I can't. Even, I can't be bothered to do this. Um, there is a character that is bat, one of the bat superhero guys. Like he was in Mad Max. Oh, you talk about um, uh, which point? Um, um, flipping hell. Um, that oh, guy. I know. I know. What's going on? That guy. On? Ryan um, Gosling. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. No, Ryan Gosling is not Mad Max, but Definitely. it's Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Okay, I'm back. Ryan Gosling. If I'm wrong, correct me. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. There you go. Tom Hardy. There we go. No, it's Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling is. <laughs> I've wasted everyone's time for that one. You wasted me on the said Mad Max, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. so you look alike, don't you? Know? Ryan Gosling. Oh, Ryan Gosling. White people look the same part to it. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White men can't drop. Uh, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Jesus. That's the most racist time of all time. White people can't jump. Yeah, that was so bad that came out of White Man Can't Hustle. Right. So Ryan Gosling plays a character who he, he hangs out in a creepy bar where Ryan Gosling helps him pick up chicks. Yeah. He's only had sex with that wife once. Emma Stone is floating around. Yeah. And he's basically for a while just just appears out the movie and you're like, she ends up going out with Ryan Gosling. Eventually Ryan Gosling just likes Emma Stone and decides because she rejects him at first, just keeps going out with women. And then you I'm not gonna sport plot to a shit. Because the minute I see the office guy and Emma Stone, I thought it was going to be a creepy age gap romance, which it doesn't go. Leave it to you. Go watch it. It's very funny. And there's a great bit at the end where all the characters come together and you find all the connections, family connections. Okay. I'm not leaving. I want you to watch it. Go watch it on Amazon now. Crazy stupid. Okay. Crazy stupid. Right, stop. Crazy stupid. Easy crazy. Um, crazy stupid love. Because I, I want you to come back to me on the next time we record and I want you to tell me how good this movie is because I thought the part, the bit at the garden party is hilarious because you find lots of hidden things yeah. from people oh, uh, relationships okay. and you're like, oh, I've, 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 heard so I've heard good things about this movie so yeah, since you've seen it, I'll, I'll check it out I'll it's good, it. it's well written and it's clever it doesn't do poop jokes or anything it's just really hysterically funny um, mm. there's okay. that, and the last thing I'm going to talk about is Pray for the Devil, which is... Seen it. Just see, recently seen it. Just recently seen it, bro. I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. I liked it. It I challenges... It. Right, this is the thing I've noticed. Oh. The, Roman, the Roman Catholic... I'm just about to move this up as well, and you brought it up for me. Okay, let's do it. Okay, let's go. Troy literally pulled his chair out when I said this one. Oh, yeah, literally. literally, literally, literally my chair just moved. I, I just kind of... I liked it, and it kind of... the. The Catholic Church has always been a bit male-dominated, and it's, in, it's fascinating yeah. to see a woman challenge that. And still have Catholic priests come across quite well. 
some of them are trying to modernize the, the Catholic Church, the Roman Catholic Church. It's a very interesting investigation. I thought it was pretty okay. I didn't think it was a terrible movie. I did call the fact that the girl was her daughter immediately from like five fucking miles away there. It's got like a red beacon on top of that one. The minute you find out she gave her a kid, I'm like, oh, look, no. turn to the wife. Well, that's the child. That's her. She's the mother of that child that's earlier. That isn't she? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's not terrible. It's not trying to jump scare you. I thought it was uh, more character based, which is always where the best horror movies are. I like movies with characters in compared. To, if I care about the characters, what happens next is more important. And there's a lot of good characters in there that you can care about. Horror, shit horror is where they just try and do jump scares and it's not good. If I'm caring about the characters, this is where I talk about it next week. Last shift, it was okay, but I didn't really know much about the character. It was just like some... yeah, last shift was a. Uh, um, I just recently watched that as well. That was like about a couple of months ago. I seen it. It was it was, it was, it was okay. People raved about it, but I was just like, Enjoy. you have to pay a lot of attention, and it's not very well. It's it's, it's not. It's it's one of the things where you, you kind of have to fill in the blanks yourself. There's a lot of holes where. Stuff is happening. You kind of just got to piece it together yourself. It's, 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 and it's very loose. I say that. The storyline is very loose. I'll say that. So, yeah. 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 It was okay. And I just kind of felt like the bitch would have left at any point. Like, the problem with that film is you could leave at any point, bitch. Just go. Oh, my dear. You remember, especially, especially that scene. You remember that scene when she saw the, saw the stripper yeah. outside? She was talking to her. I was like, you're outside. What are you still going back into the office for? Leave. Just go. Go. That's the problem. People call it like a five, like really good. Yeah. I was like, really? Must have been a shit year for mo horror movies if it was, this is the best one. Yeah, I was, I yeah. sat there and I just went, oh, it's all right. It's two and a half stars out of five. It's, it's, it's fine. Mm. Like, I've seen a lot of good movies. I you With horror movies, right? Yeah. I know I've gotten the docket. I've gotten the docket. Scream 6. Ready to go, okay. and something else which I'll talk about next week. I've already watched. I've also got Orphan First Kill ready to go. Oh, I need to watch the latest one. I have to watch the I've got Pal ready to go. Yes, I've watched a lot of good horror. A lot. I've, I've got a subscription to Shudder, and some of the stuff they do over there is like far superior. Yeah, some of the fire. shit I watched from Hollywood, like where they think that's what horror is. Conjuring is well made. Those movies are very effectively well written and very character led, and those are always the ones I care about. Like yeah. those are good movies. They're not scary movies, but they're very well. Or through the bit in the. Remember when we went to go watch The Conjuring? And if you hadn't done the at the stairs, that would have <laughs> shit my man panties right there. But no, they had to put that in the trailer and spoil it and everything. Yeah, I know everyone saw it coming after that. That movie. Oh, Paranormal Activity. Ah, oh, the new one. Go Did you see it? Did you see it? The, the latest cool. one. It was called um um oh, what was it called um the latest one. It was called uh, ah. Hanish Hanish Macbeth. The, the, the Amish version of it. Yeah, paranormal. Ah. It's. Uh, I watched that. Uh, next of kin. Next of kin because it's on. Where was it on? It was on somewhere. I think it was on Freeview, or yeah, something. Yeah. It, it came on preview, something. something else. No, it was on 4D. There it was on okay. 4D. Sometimes you always pay attention to 4D. Or iPlayer because sometimes they will stick a classic horror movie on there and you're not looking. 
they 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 really Channel Four are very good at quality at getting good movies in. Uh they just got all the Mission Impossible movies and stuck them on there. Nobody's noticed. Love it. And ITV <laughs> do it as well. All the Star Treks have gone up. They've just put all the Mission Impossibles up. Harry Potter's and Harry Potter ones. Oh, fuck off. But, uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I'm not aware of that point. And by the oh, way, yeah. ITV players really improved recently. They've really made a big effort. Whereas when they used to go to uh, break. They used yeah. to never come back, and you would have to restart. Now I can watch AEW, and it keeps going back from the Everts straight. Well oh, done to fix an ITV player because it was so infuriating watching them. Yeah, you, you, you know that complaints about that. You know that they have a ton of complaints. Stuff they have fixed stuff. Yeah. So, panel activity, whatever the one, you have to give me the, the subtitle. If you're talking, um, about, you're talking about the next one, isn't it? Yeah, next yeah. one. Yeah. Ghost yeah, Whisper or some shit. Uh, I liked it. Not as good as the first three, but after four, three really, I mean, the last one was just what were you doing? Like it's, it was tired. It kind <laughs> of got, it just completely wiped it out and got back to yeah, the latest one just went back to basics. Yeah, back to basics. That's what he did. Yeah, I love it. It kind of felt like uh, like going back to basics and. Mm, I'm happy with it. I just don't try and tie it into all the movies again. Just have separate movies, please. Don't try and tie it back in. This is where the original Paranormal Activity screwed itself. It's why VHS is quite good. Although VHS is very up and down with what the shorts are. But it would just generally leave it. Mm. And I don't don't really want... um, Movie franchises shouldn't tie. I mean, look at the Jason stuff, Friday the 13th. It's really best yeah. sometimes. Halloween, I've said numerous times, keep they keep fraying off into different timelines. Like they're trying to rival the Terminator in terms of timeline. <laughs> <that's great. laughs> yeah. Yeah, multiple timelines after that. It, after that, like Halloween, too, so multiple timelines after that. Halloween's actually landed quite a lot of them quite well, I think, except for yeah. the recent one. That was. That third movie in that trilogy was such a time. Waste. Oh my gosh, that whole they had like the fucking perfect two movies. I was like, perfect. I was like, one and two, fine. That third one, just, just she's dating a series of step guys. You're went, telling me that's not Michael Myers' behavior. You could, you've been through hell, woman. Like, you know, this is bad. That's ridiculous. She has right. a whole lineage of, of this man, this, this tight, this guy, literally just another version of him is literally being born right in front of you, right in front of you. He's looking right at you, bro. My wife asked oh, me man. afterwards, how was it? And I went, just a movie. What a, what an absolute piss take. Uh, as a massive Michael Myers fan myself, Halloween fan, it's, that's disrespectful, bro. We've been up and down. Yeah, man, I was, I, I always turn it off. I was like, I saw the end and I was like, I've turned a crap off. I was like, no, man, I'm done with this crap. Oh, you should buy the uh, Taking yeah. Shape. It's an independent book about Halloween. Number one, it's, it covers all the movies. Then Taking Shape, number two. Uh, yeah. Go Google this. They're like five pounds or Take something. Shape. Like, okay, we'll, we'll taking Shape, one and Taking Shape, two. Taking Shape, two is about all the unmade ones, and it's much bigger. Like, massive. It's like you could kill a child with it. Damn, Taking, taking Shape. shape. Go for that stuff. Oh, that's why I showed you the starting book as well. Yeah, because I find independent stuff. I like there's a stardom book about the 10 year anniversary and it goes into all reviews of every match, yeah. title match, and why it's important. And uh, it's just, I love people like that. Like independent stuff is the best stuff. Man. Yeah, I love I that stuff. I have a stardom book. 
Yeah, yeah, you got that official book out here for starters, the start of the indie book. I love it, man. <laughs> that's also yeah. I do sometimes. Sometimes it's good to just get that like, stuff outside of the, the box, man. Let's get some yeah, it's, it's great. I love yeah, it. Um, so basically, um, that's me done. That's that's the run through. That's it. Sorry for I just I pelted. No man, just get it out. That's what I'm horror movies again. So get back into watching yeah. what's available. Yeah, man, because I'm Shadow will be coming your way soon. Oh, Shadow. I need to get back into Shadow, man. I've been watching a lot of thrillers lately. I've been watching um um there's a movie that I've recently seen called uh, Sympathy. Speaking speaking of the your favorite the devil, I'm doing my own version. It's called Sympathy for the Devil. This movie, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Is that not a Motley Crue song? Hey, no. Yeah, there is a, there is a song. Is it not Motley Crue just sniffing cocaine off hookers' asses for half an hour? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, there's a bit of poo in this one. <laughs> oh, my God. Trust me. It felt like that watching this of Nicolas Cage in this movie. Bro. He went back to his old self with this. I loved it. It was incredible. Nicolas Cage. Except for the man. My oh, God, that is a shite masterpiece. Wicked Man with Nicolas Cage. It's yeah. cool. But if you watch this a Nicolas Cage movie, it all makes sense. It's, 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 yeah, if you watch a Nicolas Cage movie, it's spectacular. It's At the time, he started to go mental around that time. That's yeah. when it went, oh, it's just a Nicolas Cage movie. And now people celebrate the oddness of it. At the time, yeah. he was playing yeah. straight roles. Yeah. That started him playing some weird-ass stuff. And that's when Ghost Rider and all that, around that time where he started, if you just love how... Woody's Wonderland is one of the... Nobody ever talks about that movie. It's oh, my gosh, yes. You've seen that one. Yeah, it's just yeah. Nicolas Cage beating the shit out of animal, animal electronics. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese, basically. Oh, my God. And it's been 50p, and it looks incredible. It's just so funny. And he goes back, and he has his drink, and he goes and has a break. Nothing. It's brilliant. Woody's Wonderland is amazing. Hey, this guy, man, Nicolas Cage, I, I, hey, I don't care what anyone says, but this guy is special, bro. Nicholas Cage is legendary. He just do does it. what he wants to do. Yeah, we could hide Nicholas Cage for 50p and have him come and do something. Like <laughs> exactly. What do you mean? Just like, because he even said, like, he just started doing stuff just to pay off debts and that. And then he's already paid off now. So it's last year Yo, he finished doing debts. He should do a pod movie about how the podcast started yeah. and be one of the other two guys that we don't talk about anymore and how mental has went off on one. <laughs> yeah. Just do a movie on us. <laughs> oh! Nicholas Cage would be you. Nicholas Cage would be Ben. Ben Gilbert, that's Nicholas Cage right there. <laughs> it's been dissing people going crazy, like. Oh that'd be God. awesome. A documentary on Ben Gilbert. We should get back on track. But yeah, let's get back to this. Let's get back on track. It's not Nicholas Cage. But yeah, Nicholas Cage, man, some people the devil, man. Um, he, he basically plays like a devil-esque character in this um in this thriller slash drama. Because um uh, there's, a, there's a guy, this guy here, he's um Joel Kinnaman. You know Joel Kinnaman, most people know him. Um, he played obviously the Ruby of Robocop, um, Altered Carbon, the first season, the, the best season. Oh, no one cares about season two. Um, no one cares about that. Um, <laughs> so, Suicide Squad. Um, the, the, Poor Robocop, man. I mean, seriously, that guy got, has been mishandled. I know, man. I'm scared. I'm scared if they ever decide it's time to yeah. do Back to the Future revival. I'm. Because that's the one franchise for my children next to Gremlins that has not resurfaced. I know Gremlins 3, they're trying to make that a thing. Bill and Ted's done quite well, but yeah. it's not always... Ghostbusters is like the proper child, really badly done by the woman's one, because it was yeah. a man-hating fucktard one. And then you take it back to Afterlife. You've got to be really woman. careful. 
and Back to the Future. Oh my God. I That's mean, they might try and change Mike McFly. They're going to do something. They're going to do something. They're going to make it so political, and I'm just going to throw. As long, I hope that the director um, never dies because as long as he's standing, he said it's yes. never going to happen. Mm. He said, "I hope by them all this political bullshit, this this political messaging is dead, because yeah. then we can have a Back to the Future reboot where people are sane again." So yeah. back to Seventy Fifth Devil. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Because Back to the Future, man, that's a joke. But anyway, it's back to Before the Devil, man. Um, Nicholas Cage. So literally, he just basically just walks into this guy's um, car, Joe Kinnaman's car, because he's apparently his wife's having a kid. So he's literally trying to drive through Vegas, trying to get there, you know, so for the pregnancy, you know, for the financial world, you know, what I'm saying for the, the birth. And um, he's. <laughs> He goes to get pick up some stuff, comes comes back down again. Then all of a sudden, you see Nicholas Cage's character, like dressed in red, with red hair. He's got his hair up here, looking like a madman. Red hair in the corner, <laughs> red in a red suit. And you're like, this guy looks crazy. But all of a sudden, he's like, he's, he's walks in the walks in the car, back seat, sits down, and goes drive. Your gun in hand, and goes to joking with his character drive. And joking was like, hey man. I, I, my wife, my wife, my wife's in the hospital, man. I gotta go see my wife. Like, what the hell? Are you, what's going on here? Like, what's going on? He's like, drive. And the whole time, literally, he starts driving down the Vegas Strip. He's just constantly driving. He said, "Go to this specific place at a specific time," and he's, he's just talking to him. The whole movie, he's just talking. Well, not an absolute movie, talking to him in this car. And then um, <laughs> stuff's happening because Joe Kim was trying to escape. <laughs> so suddenly, each time he tries to escape, because Cage either hits hits him. Or a cop might see them, and he just because case kills the cop, or like something mad will happen, something crazy will happen. They'll do it, go to a stop or the gas station, and then the people he's trying to warn other people like, help me, help me, help me, and then Nicholas Cage, help me, help me, help me, I would run, bro. No, Joaquin was like, this guy's trying to basically saying this guy's trying to kill me because Cage, because Cage got to try to kill me. And the people are just like, walking, walking, I love it. It's the whole thing. It's just it's like it's a, it's a stalker, like serial movie. It's that kind of thing. It's almost like a slasher, like an esque movie. Um, anyone seen that movie, like the, Hit- the Hitchhiker, stuff like that, that kind of vein. So that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> then he goes. To, this is like the last part of the movie. So um, he, he goes to um, this diner. So I don't say too much because people might, you know, I want to see it. It's a good movie. I want to see it. So I'm gonna say too much how it actually officially ends, but mm. um, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good watch. But um, he he goes to this diner. So I'm gonna say, let's say like a certain scene. He goes to this diner and literally, um, he's literally trying to order this um food. I can't remember what he's ordering, and he goes, "You want something with cheese here? You want something with cheese?" Because there was a certain meal that he wanted, and then he just goes off. Right? He just goes off and then Nicholas Cage is epic in this movie. I don't care what <laughs> Nicholas Cage is epic. Just the stuff that he does. You bet, as soon as you see it, Ben, if anyone sees it, you'll be cracking up when you see it. You'll be like, this flipping guy. This guy <laughs> makes you laugh because the Nicholas Cage things is Nicholas Cage things. That's what he does, man. Um, I simply prefer to play devil, man. Again, like just... Tom Cruise, I don't think Tom, yeah. Tom, I think this is like his, his current life. It's a documentary because Nicholas Cage is Nicholas Cage, bro. Exactly. He's, 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 he's been Nicholas Cage. <laughs> it's, it's him. It's just him. It's just, like, it's just, that's him in the movie. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, Oh man, Redfield was he was so good in Redfield though. Redfield, that was like his. his That's on my list as well. 
He was so good in that because I forgot you haven't seen it yet. He was so good in that. So it was like just like character acting. He was like he just lost himself in that role. You could tell that was he was just like at his peak in that movie as well. He went back to his old old school like just peak peak with his cage, but nothing nothing like too crazy. Like, ah, nothing shouty. It was just more of a kind of a refined role. You know what I'm saying? As being a uh, creature of the night, Dracula. So you know what I'm saying? That's that's him. It was good, really good. You gotta love it. You gotta love Nicolas Cage in that movie. You gotta love it. But um, but yeah, man, it's for the devil, man. It was a really good um uh, drama slash thriller. Because um, uh, you understand why um, Cage does what he does in this movie. Because there is a, um, a backstory that is un- underlining in the, in the, why he's doing what he's doing, why he's following Joel Kidderman. And there's a reason behind it, a, a really good reason why he's doing what he's doing. So um, there's that, yeah. So People the Devil, that's a good movie that I've literally recently watched as well. Um, and I'm trying to think, should I save this for the, ne- uh, for the next review which i think should i say <laughs> ah, uh there's so also watching yourself <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's all weird otherwise it's so like, you sound like, like so it, weird. you sound like one of those sex dolls like if you just press a button they go oh. otherwise otherwise you sound like you read a sexual version oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no way i don't know I don't know where I came from. I don't know. Sorry. I don't know where I came from. No, you were trying to have uh, a sex change. Well, congratulations. I stand by you. <laughs> oh, my God, no. But anyways, um, but yeah, so what we recently watched was um, Sweet Home, Netflix. Sweet Home. I've just seen that season, that show. Season two, no? Uh, season two hasn't come hasn't, um, it's out yet. It's season one. Right now. I think season two is coming out this year. Come on, later on, I think something's coming out soon. Hey, man, have you, have, you seen, have you seen the trailer for it? Have you seen it? Have you, seen it? Have you, seen it? Have you heard about it? Mate, do you know the problem with Netflix is there's just too many other things that i got to watch? Too much, I know. You've got to watch that, man. Sweet Home is so fucking good, bro. Wow, your picks sound like Bloody Guns and Roses song. Sweet Home. Oh, sweet. Some people are there. Sweet Home Alabama. 80s, baby. 80s rock music, baby. But um, but yeah, man. Um, Korean um, horror horror TV show, man. Uh, Sweet Home is that one of the? <laughs> hey, it's a, it's a good show. I'm trying to say, how, how should I attack this? How should I attack this show? So um, you have a a character called um Hot Jonsu, who is uh, like the main character of this uh TV show, and uh, he he's suicidal. This guy is he's suicidal, man. He's uh, his life is basically um crap at this point because. His family's dead. He's got a sister. He had a mom and a dad. Um, something's happened, but I don't want to say too much because obviously the plot's going to unfold during the show. But um, yeah, he's yeah, he's literally by himself. He's living by himself. Um, and then the first things we see, he's on top of this rooftop and he's like literally about to do it. He's about to kill himself. He's, he's got one foot off the roof. And then he hears, he hears something because he, he's, yeah, he's, he's like, turns around. You have to want too many beers. Oh jeez, <laughs> but yeah, he, t- he turns around and he sees this girl doing um, ballet on a rooftop. He says it's a random complex of this like, so it's a poor complex where where is a poor neighborhood. But um, it says she's doing ballet in the background and she's just like, hey man, if you want to kill yourself, kill yourself somewhere else, bro, because uh, you don't kill yourself here. You're gonna give this place got a bad rep as it is. Go do it somewhere else. So that's that kind of the end of that scene, and then all of a sudden, the show starts to unfold. There's because stuff that starts happening, and then you're like, but then it's crazy because this woman walks in and talks to this um police guy. Um, 
he goes, he literally was there before the show as well. But you see, God kind of disappears throughout the show until the end. But he gets this kind of package of that like, this 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 raw, uh, stinking, out of date fish, and it's just like, oh, then all of a sudden, his nose starts to bleed, and you're like, what the heck is going on? His nose starts to just profusely bleed, like constantly bleeding. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And just, then you, you, you see, it cuts, it cuts for a little bit. And he goes back to John Saul. And it goes back to him again. And he's in his, he's in his um, house, well, his little, little room, eating ramen, ramen noodles. So he's eating, literally, he literally eats, eats until he's sick. There's all these guys eating. Like, so he's got no food, just ramen noodles. And so this guy's eating. Like, what the hell is going on? Nothing else in this fridge. Um, and then all of a sudden, He's because he's a gamer. I think he gets like a, a little money from like gaming and like um testing games or something like that. Um, and then it cuts to like this other character. There's this uh, woman who um knocks on his door. This this little stuff starts to break down. Woman knocking at his door saying, "Help me, help me." And then all of a sudden he's like, "Uh, what's what's going on?" And then she's then she's like, uh, "Can you can you let me in?" I, I need your help. It's just there's blood on the floor. Like the cat, the cat's dead because I'm sure the cat's dead. Well, because I'm literally before before the scene happened, you saw some some creature's hand eating some eating some cat. Cat's head was rolling around the floor, and that. And he's like, "What the hell?" It's the same woman. Came from, it's the same woman in that same room. So he's thinking it's her still. So he's like, "Okay, this woman's crazy." And then he's like, "I opened the door." I said, uh, "Yeah, I'll get some help for you. I'll get some help." <laughs> she's like, "Open the door, open the door," and then she starts like starts. Sign like an exorcist character. Um, and then she starts going evil and she walks off. And then he goes outside now. And all mm. of a sudden, craziness happens, bro. Because other people from each apartment, um, department, or the apartment, I should say, every room, goes down downstairs. And all of a sudden, the place is locked. The whole building is locked down. It's, it's, locked, it's locked down. It's like no one can get out. No one can leave. And then I'm just gonna end it right here. I'm just gonna say it because um, move on been long enough. But still, they all go downstairs, and then they see this tall man just outside the building, just like this, like a flipping seven foot, eight foot flipping geezer, skinny as heck, looking at slender man. He's looking outside, and then they're like, hey, "Who's this guy? What's going on?" Because the, the, the doors, the shutters start to open up, and then all of a sudden. This guy comes. This guy comes in. He's got like a whole freaking tongue coming. Look, anyone seen? You ever seen the strain? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So literally, there's little creatures like that. Like, oh, my extends, and flipping tongues goes out there and starts flipping killing people. Well, you are into tentacle porn. This guy, Then he comes out. He's like, and then all of a sudden, it's like this guy comes out like a, like a hero. The guy with glasses, the, the brother of the, the ballet of the girl. He comes down. He's like, fire extinguisher, fire and pushing it back. And then all of a sudden, this is a, this is a, a running theme, by the way, throughout the show. They start playing Imagine Dragons Warriors. They play it throughout the whole show. It's crazy. I'm like, why? Why do they play this song? It's a random tune, but they play it all the time. Whenever there's a heroic moment, they play that song. So that that happens. He's holding up the creature, and then all of a sudden, yeah, I don't say too much. I don't say too much. But yeah, it's um, a sucked up happens in the show, man. It's, it's a it's a creature feature almost. There's a lot, there's a lot of um monsters and creatures throughout this show, and um, they all have a reason to be there because uh, uh, something is uh is loose in this place. Mm-hmm. So uh, in this town, I should say, um, there's a kind of uh, 
problem that's happening with this with the seat. So yeah, don't say don't say too much, but yeah, stuff is stuff. Good good stuff is happening in the show. Um, oh man, it's 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 a bit heartbreaking as well. The show as well, man. I'm like, oh my, some characters that I like, it's it's it's, it's I'm like, oh, I'm like, damn it. But anyway, don't say don't, don't say too much. Don't say too much. But yes, yeah, so that's the kind of uh, me done just for now. Just this first podcast. This is me done for now. Okay. Yeah, that's Netflix. Sweet Home. There you go. So there's 10 episodes out right now. First season's out. Season two's coming out soon. So yeah, that's me. That, that one's Simply for the Devil. Go check out Simply for the Devil, bro. That, 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 that movie's lit. Nicholas Cage. Well, it's good because we've kept quite a good running order the last couple of months, I think. This split recording, I think, is um, yeah. quite good for us. Yeah. Uh, do you want to pimp yourself out, Mac Daddy? Oh, yes. Peter. Oh, yeah, daddy. Oh, yeah, there we go. Peter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we were kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like that. I know him. Let's do the one. I beat his family. I don't know. Right? Oh, damn, oh, damn, uh, <laughs> YouTube. Pop culture news reviews reactions. That's me. Hey, follow me. Description box below, guys. Description box below. Like, share, subscribe to the channel as well. Follow this. Follow this channel. Like, get the likes up, get the subscriptions up. Let's go, man. Let's be honest, you're always single, you just beat your penis. It's fine. Anyway, and all the other links in below. I, you, you love it, really. You love it. <laughs> um, so, basically, I just wanted to say thank you for all the support. Ratings have gone up. Everything's in between. Thank you. And every, you know, I can't be bothered to do all the links. It's there. Yeah, yes. you don't need to do the links. It's, it's all down there. As I said before, it's all down there. The links. Anyway, so, it's good, so we're going to go now because wife's got someone to go beat up. It's goodbye for me. <laughs> goodbye for me. I would love to watch a movie with Nicolas Cage and Tom Cruise together where they're just being obnoxious pricks. That would be the most awkward movie ever with Tommy Wasu directing. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Tom Cruise would just find a way to insult Nicolas Cage, wouldn't he? <laughs> 